Welcome back to the LED Project Podcast. My name is Kyle Krieger. This is episode 102 of the podcast. So thrilled uh, to be here with you. Just laying down some thoughts that I've been having over the last few weeks on um, perspective and expectations uh, in, in regards to how they affect relationships and how we strive to get to know people. Um, I had a really hard time during my teaching career, especially early in my teaching career, understanding that people lived in a world that had expectations that were different from my own. And what I mean by that is I didn't understand that people didn't see the world the exact same way that I did. People didn't have the same expectations for behavior People didn't have the same expectations for conversation. People didn't have the same expectations for learning. People didn't have the same expectations of how to interact with people. And I think that I didn't understand that because I had never really had much perspective. You know, I grew up in Cumberland, Wisconsin, which is a wonderful town, an incredible place to grow up. I grew up with an incredible family. I still have most of that incredible family. Um, I had great friends. My parents never made me uh, want for anything. You know, we were very secure, very safe. Um, But I grew up in a small town of about 2,100, and I remember there were only maybe two or three black kids that I knew, um, before I got to college and, you know, there was maybe a handful of Hispanic kids I knew before I got to college, Um, you know, and I think there may have been a few gay kids at my school, but I didn't really know any of them and it wasn't something that was really talked about and, you know, I went to college at Winona State, which is a smaller college in Minnesota, which was a little more diverse, but it was not much more diverse. And granted, I, I gained some expect or some perspective there, and I got to know people that were different from me there and kind of broke away from some of the things that I had known growing up. But for the most part, most of the kids that I went to school with at Winona grew up the same as I did, or at least I thought they did. And I think that's a big part of, of what I'm learning is that what I think or what I thought everyone else's reality was was not their reality and it may have been close and I may have been okay and I may have not been that far off base with trying to understand what their reality was but the truth is that even with my closest friends and even my family I don't I don't have a full picture of what they're going through and I don't think we ever really get to know people as deeply as we think we do, and not that we shouldn't strive to do that, but I'm of the mind that people will always have more going on. They will think more, they will feel more, than than they will lead you on. I mean, because we are, as humans, capable of, of incredible things, both emotionally and spiritually and intellectually, that we don't share with other people. There are a lot of things that I don't share with anybody. I don't share them with Law or AJ or, um, you know, my family or 
any of my friends. There are things that I keep to myself. There are things that I think and I feel and, and, and things that I go through that are just to myself that I don't tell anybody and people would assume that, that, you know, I would feel a certain way. And, and part of me learning about, um, perspective and expectations is really listening to what people have expected me to do and expected me to be, especially over the last few months, um, after getting non-renewed, you know, they expected that I would just find another teaching job. They expected that that was what I wanted to do, that I wanted to be a career teacher. You know, so many people have expected me, including, you know, my family expected me to just stay in a classroom and teach and, and do that life. And it's a great life, and it's a great life for a lot of people. It's just not the path that I'm meant to take. And, you know, there were opportunities where I could have applied for jobs that were you know, two and three hours away from where I was living now, but none of them ever felt right. None of them ever felt like that was what I wanted to do. And do I want to be landscaping currently? Not particularly, but I like it. You know, it, it's put me in a spot where, you know, I can pay for the things that I need. They're providing me insurance and, and it's putting me in a spot where I don't have to put pressure on our nonprofit to start drawing revenue or fundraising or things like that. It's just I can do the work that I need to do for our nonprofit, and I can do this as well. And is it a hard balance, um, you know, now having a girlfriend and trying to spend time with her and trying to spend time with my nephews and, and trying to enjoy the things that I want to enjoy? It, it's just hard, but... You know, people expect that I want a certain thing because those are the things that they may want. You know, people want stability. People want to know that they're secure. Uh, and I want those things too, but not so secure that I want to go into a job that I'm not committed to. And I, I just couldn't commit myself to taking another teaching job when... I want to put everything I have into my, into our nonprofit, into our podcast, into our programs, into getting more speaking engagements, into the things we're doing. Um, but to kind of circle back to perspective and expectations, I'm really learning how to be open to the perspective of other people, even when it doesn't make sense to me. And I and I really think as as a teacher, if I could have gone back and done anything differently, if I could go back and have opportunities back where I belittled kids or shamed kids or, you know, frankly insulted kids for the things that they said or, or didn't, you know, really by not trusting that they had a valid perspective and that no matter how much I got to know them I still wouldn't understand all of it and I think when when you let go of getting to know someone as being a checklist item and you really see it as an evolution as a process that you will continue to 
um, get to know someone, get to know, um, you know, especially students or colleagues or whoever it is, with the expectations that you'll never know everything about them, and that there's not, there's just not this mark where you can say, yes, I know enough about this person to do this. I don't think you ever get to a point with a kid where you know enough about them that you can make assumptions as to what's best for them or this or that or the other. Because there were moments, so many moments, where kids defied my expectations, um, both on the negative side and the positive side. There were kids who I had high expectations for that I assumed were on point that would just have meltdowns and, and you know do things that were completely out of character. And there were kids that I didn't have expectations for at all that would come out and surprise you. And there were kids, you know, the, and I think also in the world too, the expectation of, of what a life is and what job is and what career is and what work is is so much different, you know, that really validating what, kids perspective are on who they are and who they want to be I think is so much different not not just trying to funnel them into a particular career or or place or anything um, but I really just want to encourage teachers to have high expectations for kids you know, want them to do well, improve, grow, whatever high expectations look like for you. But really question the expectations um, that you put on kids as people. I guess maybe a better way to say it is make sure that when you're setting expectations for kids, it's a two-way conversation. Because... When you set expectations for kids, it's um, it can be a slippery slope. It can be dangerous because you know what you expect them to be and what you expect them to work for might not be feasible, or it might be way beneath them, or it might not fit into what they're good at, or it might not fit into what they enjoy, or it could just be something that that just doesn't fit them at that time or at that frame. And I think maybe that's really what I would encourage you to do with every relationship you have, especially, you know, in the school is, you know, when you're working on expectations, whether it's on your teaching team or whether it's with your kids or with your AP or with your um, skill specialist, department chair, instructional coach, Make sure that those conversations are a two-way street, not just with you and your kids, but with you and the people around you. Make sure you have clear expectations that are based in mutual conversations. Make sure they're based on mutual respect. And make sure they have everyone's best interest at heart. Because I think the thing with setting expectations, you know, let's just say with kids, without their input is... You might have their best interests at heart, but they might not see it. If you expect something of them 
that is not realistic or that doesn't fit with who they are, they could see it as an insult that you don't know them and you don't care. So I would really encourage you that you setting expectations as a way to get perspective on kids and to continue to build that relationship. And really, I would encourage you to take any chance you have to build relationships and, and gain that perspective and get to know your kids. Um, and I hope that you know these little bit of words, just something that I've been thinking about and Wilkie and I have been talking about, um, can help you really to understand that that expectations in any kind of relationship have got to be a two-way street. It's got to be a conversation. So that way everybody who's involved, whether it's two people or 20 people, um, all have the same expectation, you know, and, I, and Wilkie and I are going to be talking about a, a, a program he's starting at his school where they're going to do town halls with parents just to make sure everybody's on the same page. So um, thanks again for, for supporting and listening to the podcast. Um, LEA launched today. We're super excited about it. It's a, a program we're excited to um, work with some newer teachers and if you're still interested if you're a newer teacher you know someone um, send them to our our website uh, theledproject.com and they can go into the menu and and click on the lighthouse educator academy or lea online either one will we'll get you to it but again we're so grateful that you support the podcast um, and if you have any questions you'd like to suggest people we should interview please feel free to hit us up on instagram or Twitter, or send us an email at, uh, send an email to podcast at theledproject.com. So, hope the start of your new year is going great, and, and just remember, um, expectations are a two-way street, so make sure that when you're setting them, you're working with your kids to set them.